So here's what she said. It's not going as well as I'd like with work and everything. I'm stretched out very thin. I'm just doing what I can when I can. Mm, may sound familiar to you. All right. So in this episode, we're going to talk about really work, life, balance, business, all of that stuff, balancing all of the things and juggling all the plates. Let's talk about it. Welcome to the Truth About Show. My name is Janet Kafadar and I've been in business for six plus years and I've found there are some home truths that don't get shared amongst women, just like you who are starting out, building a business on the side while working a day job and everything in between. After finding myself talking to many of my peers and biz besties, the conversations always ended it with, why is no one talking about this? So I've made it my mission to have those conversations from behind Facebook Messenger and WhatsApp and share the untold truths about building an online business. We'll unpack questions like, why Instagram posts never show the dark side of business? Why I hate hearing stories of how someone made 100K in five minutes and why they're dangerous for you? And even why no one talks about pregnancy being rough as hell. I'm a mum of three kids under eight, so I know how it is. I don't believe you need more tactics and strategies to fill your brain while you're driving to work. This leaves you sitting on the overworld train and in a state of panic. If that's what you're looking for, sorry, this is not the show for you. But if you're looking for deep conversations, just you and me, and want to hear stories from inspiring women who started out just like you and how they started their business while working a day job, then this is the show for you, gorgeous one. So stick around and settle in. Welcome to the Truth About Show. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Truth About Show. Super excited to be talking to you today. It is a beautiful, sunny day. Finally, here in Canberra, Australia, it has been raining non-stop it's been glum it's been depressing it's just been just all the things all <laughs> rolled into one right it has been really miserable but I'm looking out of my window at the moment and it's beautiful and sunny I've just come back from the gym I did a midday workout today so I'm feeling pretty good and I think I'm going to stick to that routine I've been getting up too early in the morning and it's actually just been wrecking havoc with my sleep and so I was like, oh, you know what? I'm going to put myself first. <laughs> I'm actually going to get some proper sleep and um, go in the afternoons instead. So when I don't have any coaching calls or anything like that, I'm off to the gym. But anyway, enough about me. Welcome if you're new to the show. Super excited to have you here. If you are new here, obviously the intro says it all, but I do want you to go back and check out some of the past episodes. I do try my best to make sure that I link to certain ones. Um, based on what I'm talking about in each episode, but they will really help you and support you with actually getting the clarity that you need and what you the direction that you need for your actual coaching business, right? To really be able to get it off the ground. And we're not just talking about endless strategies and all of that stuff. That's that's not what you need. <laughs> you don't need that. You need real talk, truth talk, and all of that stuff. So if you are new here, welcome. Super excited to have you here. And if you have been listening for a long time, if you're an OG and have been hanging around listening to the podcast, please do leave a rating review. Like it really does help the podcast. And I'll leave the link for that as well in the show notes which you can get for this episode. So this podcast episode is going to be a little bit longer than normal and there will be like an extended kind of blog post to go with this as well. So you can get all of the links and everything that I'm talking about um, over on the show notes 
for this. So janetcaffadar.com forward slash podcast. You can go ahead and go and get it from there. So this is an important topic. So this episode is actually inspired from a conversation that I had with a lady in my community. If you're not a part of the Women of Colour Online Business Club, you can go ahead and come and join us. I don't know what the direct link is to that. I'll put it in the show notes. (laughs) But you can find the group as well over on Facebook. Women of Colour Online Business Club. And um, come along and join us there and come along and join the conversation. Um, but the really interesting thing is with this conversation that uh, that this episode is inspired from, um, I was just chatting to her, chatting to the lady in my group, having a good discussion, chatting about her business and all of that stuff. And I actually recognised her from somewhere else online. And um, she was telling me about what's what's going on. And I asked her, you know, how's your coaching business going? And that little bit, that snippet that I gave to you at the very beginning of this episode was her response to that. Because um, I know she has a website, all of that stuff. I'd already gone ahead and checked all of that stuff out before we started talking. And so she shared with me, she's like, it's it's okay, but um, I'm really stretched thin at my job at the moment. And I asked, you know, is work and life all a little bit crazy and a little, little bit stressful right now? And she said, yes. And I just thought, man, I actually need to share share and talk about this because I I was in the, exactly the same position as you. Listen, I'm no uh, I'm not immune to this whatsoever. I'm a mama of three kids under ten years old, so I know exactly how it is. And even up until June of last year, I was still working a full time job, so I know what it's like. And I'll be sharing my experiences with you as well inside of this episode. But I also wanted to, this is also, this episode's also inspired from my clients. Now, um, my coaching clients inside of my program from nine to five to freedom. And it's really, it's been a trying time. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> not for, not for myself, but for my clients, like they've been going through a lot. We've had deaths. We've had murders. We've had, um, we've had, you know, cancer diagnosis. <laughs> we've had, um, uh, illnesses had uh, three of my clients as well also got COVID. Like it's been a lot, a lot has been going on for them, and that's how it is, you know. Unfortunately, our businesses do not. Uh, life doesn't stop because we're building our coaching businesses, right? Um, and I think the real, the real, you know, there have been times when they've had to take time out to to do whatever they need to. I'm like, you go, you go take care of yourself, girl, go take care of your family. You do what you need to do. You come back to us when, when you're ready. And the beauty of, of them being inside of the program is that they always have me, right? And they always have their sisters inside of there, pulling each other up, supporting them, knowing exactly what they're going through. Like, girl, I get you. I understand where you're coming from. I know what's been going on. You know, that kind of thing. Like that's, there's a real sisterhood there, which I just absolutely love. But they also have me to to nudge them, to ask how they are, to to support them in any way that I can do. You know, I'm not I'm not a, uh, no I'm not an expert when it comes to you know I'm not a psychologist by any stretch. <laughs> so I can't help them with anything that's like deeply rooted in in the problems that they may be having. But at least I'm able to support them and to know that someone else outside of their family is actually looking out for them, right? And just guiding them along the way. Either it's just small steps that they need to take each day to be able to move their business forward. So when you are building your coaching business, it's not a matter of all or nothing, you know? 
it's not that you've got to work, you know, figure out what's going on or help your family members or do whatever you need to and then completely neglect what you're doing. It's actually just small. You can still do small things as and as and how you choose to do them. Sometimes it's harder than it seems, you know, it's hard to do those things. But sometimes it is just those incremental steps. I remember hearing the story, the lady who was going through chemo once and um, she was inside of another program that I was in. She was going through chemo, having treatment, but actually being inside of that other program that I was in, it actually just helped her to focus, right? Just to distract her, just to take her mind off the pain that she was in, but also just allow her to move closer to the goal that she wanted, even though she's like, you know, I'm going to be fine. And she is fine now. Um, But she just used it as a a way to help move her forward because she knew that, you know, at the end of the day, like I might not be here or I might still be alive, but I still want to build my business, right? And I just found that so encouraging and so motivating and just, you know, a complete breath of fresh air because you can still do small things to be able to to get to where you want to. If your goal is still to leave your nine to five to your full-time job at some point because you're sick of listening to other people tell you what to do, (laughs) like I was, (laughs) I didn't like it. I don't like being told what to do. Um, then you know that, you know, I've got to do this, right? There's still small things that you can do. So I actually, for this episode, I have actually come prepared, even though I'm prepared for most episodes, but this one I'm actually really prepared. So I've actually got um, six kind of tips or strategies or things I want you to think about or implement in your business, right? In your life to help manage working a nine to five job, family life and building a coaching business at the same time. I want you to to implement at least one of these so you can manage your life and you're not a complete stress ball, you know, and just trying to like run on empty all the time or in a complete state of fight or flight all the time. So I want you to at least implement one of these and then you have to come back and tell me as well once you've done it, come uh, send me a DM over on Instagram or leave me a post wherever you find this episode um, over on Facebook and let me know which one you are going to implement. Like I really do want to know. I'm here to support you, here to guide you along the way. So the step one is to set better boundaries within your family life, right? So whether that is... I actually want to give a little bit of context here. So what does that actually mean? Set better boundaries. Well, it actually means saying no (laughs) to some things, right? And when it comes down to it, especially as black women, women of color, we take on this, um, take on this persona, persona, or just take the weight of everyone else's stuff, right? Because we're the strong black woman. We're resilient. I can take it. I can do it all. It's all right. Don't worry. Don't, don't worry about that. I'll fix it. I'm, I'm on to it straight away. But actually, it's about saying no in some ways and just putting some boundaries around some of that stuff. You don't need to take on the weight of everyone else's shit, <laughs> really, when it comes down to it. And I know we have for families to support, Not maybe not just your immediate family, but maybe you have a parent to look after or other family, other grandmother, whatever it is, right? I'm not saying no to looking after them. That, that is not what I'm saying. But if it comes down to it, is there someone else that can step in and do that role for you? Maybe a partner, maybe it's a, another family member. Is it taking your mother or whatever to the doctor? Is there someone else that can do it? Not because you are 
wanting to, you don't want to do it. But there's got to be some, a few boundaries in place and asking for help. I think that's the biggest thing that we struggle with is actually raising our hand and saying, God damn it, I need some help right now. And, 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 and acknowledging that right it's okay to ask for help I know we can't do it I know it's like almost a thing that you're too afraid to say but it's actually okay because you have to if the goal for you is still to build your coaching business right and to still to to get it out there to be able to reach more people to help the people that need you you are going to need some help period you have to acknowledge that you have to recognize that you need some help whether it's helping your coaching business, whether it's helping your life, maybe it's having a cleaner come in, whatever it is, right? You need to set some boundaries about boundaries around your family life, your your home life, because it's it's really important. Case in point. So, you know, my washing machine, I'm telling you, I suppose is on every day, all the time. There is always washing to put out, to fold, to put away, whatever it is. And so I got sick of my kids always asking me, Ma, Mama, where's this? Or I can't find my football socks. Or where's this? Blah, blah, blah. I got completely sick of it. I was like, I'm not, I'm not doing this anymore. So now I'm I'm happy to, and I had a discussion with my kids, like, I'm happy to wash your clothes, happy to fold them up. But if I am not putting them away anymore they're old enough now nine and eight my youngest one who's five I do his but I said that you can put your clothes away because no longer are you going to ask me where things are if you can't find it that means you didn't put it away properly or in the place that you thought it was this is in regards to their clothes right I'm not doing it anymore you do it Like I can't do that anymore. And not because I didn't want to. It's just that one, I want to teach them how to do that kind of stuff. But also three, it's like, I find it mundane. I hate, I hate having to do that. You know, bouncing between three rooms, trying to put everything away. Oh, no, that's that person's socks. Oh, no, that's no, 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 no. I'm happy to put it in each pile and I'll put the clothes in your room. You put them away because when you come, because all my kids play sports, when it comes to sports practice, you know where it is you know where to find it. And so simple things like that, you might think, oh, well, I need to do all of that. No, you don't. Could they unload the dishwasher? Could they pack the dishwasher? Could they, if this is if you have small kids I'm talking about, but really, you know, could they do those things? Anything that takes that additional weight off your shoulders is really important. Can another family member come in to um, take your you know, the other grandmother or mother to the the hospital, to an appointment. Does it have to be you? Does it have to be you is the question. And that will really help to kind of free things up for you mentally, right? And take just a little bit more of that weight off your shoulders. It's, I'm telling you, with this kind of stuff, when it comes to like setting boundaries, I know we're all poor at it, but we have to be better, especially if you want to really get your coaching business off the ground. It will give you this extra, extra bandwidth, right? Extra space in your brain, within yourself, with your own nervous system to be able to do the things that you need to. So the second thing I want to talk about is delegate, right? To delegate at work. 
Now, this is important, <laughs> and I'll share with you. you now, I've always got stories, stories for days. So I'll talk about this, um, really delegating your responsibilities um, at work, maybe even renegotiating your responsibilities at work, etc., etc. I did talk about this in a past podcast episode um, a, a long time ago. It feels like eight, like lifetimes ago now, um, back in April 2020, shortly after I um, started the podcast. And this one is all about saving your energy at work, you know. So I'm not going to go into the details of that. Go ahead and go and check it out. That's episode three. And that's a really good episode to listen to and really kind of gives you some clarity about what you should be doing at your, well, not what you should be doing, but how you should be operating whilst you're at work. Because you've got to save your energy so that you can actually work on your business, right? So um, when it comes to, when I, let's talk about this, delegating responsibilities at work. Now, when I was working up until last year, June, 2020 um I had wrapped up at my job and the project that I was working on was huge like it was a massive project we were creating educational resources for diabetes educators and like all of and people within that health professional space we're talking endocrinologists nurses um exercise physiologists like they were all kind of lumped together in in this in this project so I'm speaking to pretty senior people in their roles to create some educational resources specifically for people with um, diabetes and an intellectual development disability. And so lots of like, uh, not painstaking, but lots of thinking, (laughs) lots of thinking, lots of talking to stakeholders. It's a big project. So I was managing it and I had other people on my team that was working, that were working alongside with me as well. But And I still had my coaching business as well, right? So I was still running that, still have a family, you know, still have my kids, still had to do sports practice, look after them, be a wife, all of that stuff, all of the things. But this role was very big. Then it was a big job that I was handling and lots of pressure as well, working directly with the Department of Health here. So lots of things and to manage. Anyway, what I had to do was actually, I said to my boss, I was like, we need to bring in someone else. <laughs> we need another team member. He's like, oh, it's not within the budget to do so. I was like, I don't care. <laughs> we need to hire someone else part-time, even if it's for like, I know, 20 hours a week or something like that. I think the person that we did hire in the end, I think she worked just two days, uh, six hours. Yeah, so it was about 12 hours a week that she worked on purely because I didn't want to do all of the administrative stuff. I was like, I can't do it anymore. She wasn't my assistant, but she was a team member and she would handle a lot of the organizing of meetings, making sure people had everything that they needed uh, for this specific project. And so in the end, he said yes, because I said, if we don't do that, I'm going to have a nervous breakdown and this project is not going to finish and really selfishly, I just wanted stuff off my plate so that I had more time to work on my coaching business. <laughs> but I had to do that. Otherwise, there's no way it was going to happen. I framed it in a way that um, if we don't bring in this excellent person, we're not going to meet the deadline. Simple as that. So it helped. <laughs> it definitely helped. And it made it, it gave him that perspective. So, like, okay, right, let's see if we can find some extra money to, to be able to bring this person. I was like, great, amazing. Thank you. So <laughs> if you're not in a senior role, no, no problem. 
if you're in a like a middle management role or anything like that, then um, you know, you can renegotiate renegotiate some of your responsibilities. And I know that this is something that's come up even with my coaching clients where, you know, people have left roles, right? Or they've made them redundant or whatever it is due to the pandemic, et cetera, et cetera. Teams have now gotten smaller and then, you know, suddenly you're supposed to do two people's jobs and everything like that. But the really the thing to remember is that do go back to them, right? Go and take a look at your original job description. Go and take a look, especially if it hasn't been da- written down in on paper or anything like that. Write down every single thing that you are doing, everything that you're doing. Don't don't worry about they're going to say, oh, you know, there's no funding for this, et cetera, et cetera. No, 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 no. Do this exercise. Write down every single thing that you were doing. Go and pull up your old job description from when you first started and make the comparison. Then you will see like, whoa, Nelly. (laughs) One, I need a pay rise. (laughs) Or two, this is not on anymore. Like I can't, I'm, I'm doing two people's roles here. And have that conversation. It just takes balls. <laughs> and and I want you to be able to do that, right? I want you to be able to have that conversation with them to really maybe this matter of them like, oh, actually, we need to give this to someone else. Or, oh, actually, maybe I need to, maybe your boss or something like that may say, well, I can take this off you or maybe we don't need this X, Y, Z for the report each time or doesn't need to be weekly. Maybe it needs to be monthly or something like that. Anything that will allow you to free up more of your time, right? And even with that same kind of document that you go in and you do that comparison, you can even ask for a pay rise. If there's no way that they can do it, ask them. This is how much my, this is how much I'm worth, (laughs) right? This is how much I feel that I should be paid for that. Go in, be the leader, the person that you want to see, right? And the be the step into that because you're still going to need to step into that same type of leadership role as well when you have your own coaching business. So it's really important to kind of take take a look at that and give it, it gives, sheds, put some, shine a light. That's what I'm trying to say. Shine a light on that so you can really delegate some of your responsibilities. Or even if you have someone else on your team, you're like, wait a minute, can you do this? Or someone who's um, not below you, but working inside of your team or whatever it is, or can you give that to them? Share it with your boss, say, this is what I'm thinking of doing. Can I give this to that person, et cetera, because she, she has capacity right now. Whatever it is, like be, be a leader. It really does mean stepping in and stepping into these exercises and these skills that you'll be flexing really allow you to step into your own role in your coaching business as a leader. Because you'll you'll be the you'll be your own boss, right? Um, and I do talk about that as well in a previous episode that I will share. Um, that's actually the very first episode, episode one. All about being a leader, and there's another one as well about really shifting from being an employee and really stepping into a leader as well, a leadership role as well. That's episode eleven. So going from employee to um, leader. So definitely give that give that a try, right? So that's the second one. Hey there, gorgeous. Just wanted to jump into this episode to let you know that the next portion of this episode is sponsored by my coaching program from nine to five to freedom. This is a six month 
program specifically for black life coaches who are ready to kiss their job goodbye and actually launch their coaching business. Really want to get that courage and clarity to launch their coaching business and actually make money from it. If you are at that point in your job where you're just sick of everything that's become, sick of the bullshit really, and just want to step into actually being your own boss and having the freedom that you want and no longer being told what to do, then I want to support you on this journey. All you have to do if you're interested and you're at that point in your life where like, no more, I just can't do this anymore. And you're sick of figuring out everything by yourself. Don't do that. Have someone guiding you along the way. All you have to do is let's have a chat together, right? Let's get clear on whereabouts you are. Head to janetcaffadar.com forward slash application. And from there, you'll just answer a couple of questions. It'll be sent right to me. You'll hear my voice. You'll see me. We'll jump on Zoom and we'll have a call together. And in this call, we'll really clarify whereabouts you are, what's working, what's not working. And I'll be able to guide you and tell you what you probably need to fix or adjust or anything like that to help you move forward with your coaching business so that you can actually launch it and you can get it going. Okay. Head to janetcaffadar.com forward slash application, fill it out. I'll get in contact with you. We'll jump on zoom and it's done. All right, let's get back to the episode. The third one is stop Overcomplicating your business. I see it time and time and time again, making it so difficult. Now, this is not your fault. This is not your fault by any stretch. It's a lot to do with a lot of the stuff that's out there online. It's so noisy, so noisy. How to grow your Instagram, how to get new clients on Instagram, how to use reels to blah, 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 blah. So in your head, whilst you're already running, you know, you're working a full-time job, you're already a working job and also um, looking after your family and all the other things that you have on your plate, you've got in your mind, right, I need to be creating content. I need to create lots and lots of content. I need to make sure that I put it out there all the time so people know who I am and that I'm top of mind. God, even saying that just makes me feel exhausted, right? I've got to do all of that stuff. And now I've got to, I've got to make sure that I'm networking inside a Facebook group so that people know who I am and I can get new clients that way. Whoa, Nelly. Of course it feels stressful that you're not getting your, your business going. Of course it does. Because you're doing all the things that you actually shouldn't be doing to bring in clients, right? That's not my jam. I'm actually going to do a separate episode on this altogether because it's actually a longer conversation. But when you are building your business, listen up, put those headphones closer into your ear holes. I don't know what it is. Put down whatever it is that you're doing right now. Stop for a second and listen to what I'm saying. The only thing that is important right now in your business, whilst you have everything going on, is generating income. Let me repeat, the only thing that's important at this very stage in your business journey or in your life right now with regards to your business is generating income, period. That is the only thing that matters. Why do I say that? Because it's the lifeblood of your business. (laughs) And it's the thing that will help you, help you leave your job. Because if you think that, right, well, I need to generate content so that people can, uh, I need to create these posts or I need to schedule them in here, et cetera, et cetera, which is actually the very thing that one of my clients said uh, last week. Um, 
thinking that you need to do all of that stuff. It's just busy work. It's just busy work that's actually distracting you and moving you further away from actually getting to your goal. You don't need all of that stuff. There's two things that you need. You need to know who you are serving, which I've talked at length about. Know who who you're serving. Number one, like deeply understand who you're serving. Not just like, oh, they are people who are stressed people who are suffering with anxiety okay that's great but what type of person is that what who are they what are they doing where are they at in their lives right now etc I can go on for days but who who is that person and then the second is how can you serve them as in having one offer to be able to support that one client right that's it one offer to be able to support that one client, not two different types of coaching offers. One, a six week program, the other one, a two week program. No, 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 no. One, you don't have bandwidth to do more than that. Honestly, truthfully, you don't, you don't. Let's get real for a second. You don't have bandwidth to do that. You need to have one offer to serve one specific type of person. Then it's about from there going through and being able to, um, connect with that person, right? Connect with them so that you can reach them so that they can become one of your clients, whatever it is. There's only two things that you need to do, right? I'm hoping that that's landing for you. It's resonating because that's so, so, so important because everything else that you may think, everything else that you may think that you need to do is not worth it right? It doesn't serve you. It's important that you always come back to this question, which I always like to ask myself, will creating this post lead to a new client? If it doesn't, it's a no. (laughs) Unless it's a straight up call to action for someone to book in a call to come and work with you, right? Is this, um, if I create this new offer or idea I have another because I know that you're a creative soul and you always have lots of ideas will this will this help my client or do I already have this already right it's really important that you always come back to will this generate does this help me to generate income in my business if you're working on a coaching offer it means that you are creating something that's directly related to your income right if you set up your acuity or um, appointment scheduling tool or whatever it is, will that directly lead to income? Yes, it does. Will fixing a plugin that's broken on my website actually lead me to generating income? No, <laughs> it won't, unless it's a direct payment link or whatever it is. Like it's important that you have that always in mind and you're always asking yourself that question. I have to do it as well. I have to check myself daily, right? Is this really, is this leading to a client directly coming in to work with me? If it isn't, it's off my plate and I leave it. Case in point, I had a whole heap of stuff going on last week. I was really working on the sales page for my program, just updating it. Also, once again, refining and making sure that I understand my client and understand who I want to be serving even more so, right? And so what I did was I um, I pu- published the last episode, so episode 32, which is all about how to have a conversation with your spouse about your business if, if they don't support your business. 
And so I published the episode two weeks ago and only this week <laughs> did I actually write up the show notes for it. So I used to have an assistant who was able to help me with that, but he's no longer working with me. But it's that kind of thing, like everything that the show notes for me didn't necessarily matter. Publishing the episode was more important and that's easier and quicker for me to do. But I just made sure that, okay, well, that's already out there. I'll come back to that later because I'm working on the sales page specifically for my program, which will bring in new clients. Do you see what I mean? I only work six hours a day, so it's really important that I use my time really, really wisely. So I'm hoping that point about not overcomplicating your business and really focusing in on income generating activities really lands for you. Okay. So number four is discipline and creating a routine. (laughs) So it's, it can be hard. So, and this kind of links back to the last point, right? When I, when I was starting my, when I had my agency and I was working in a previous role and I had my agency and I was still working that job and building that up. What I had to do was make sure that I got up before my kids did. And at that time they were very, very small. So before they got up, before I had to take them to daycare and all of that, and all of that jazz. So I got up, I think it was about five o'clock in the morning and I would work for about two hours, maybe an hour and a half, two hours or so up until about seven o'clock before I would get in the shower, get them dressed, get breakfast and we'd be out the door and ready to leave. I'd be off to work and they'd be off to daycare. But I created that routine for myself to make sure that I was constantly um, working on my business, you know, and I had that time to do so. And if I didn't, I wouldn't have been able to get it going. Simple as that. I was determined, determined not to not to go back to working in that role again. Even though it was a contract role, the role was finishing up. So I knew it was coming to an end, but I was like, I have to make this work. What am I going to do? So I got really disciplined with myself. I had those pockets of time in the mid, in the mornings when I worked on my business. I also did sales calls on my lunch break. <laughs> I'd hop in the car, you know, people were booking calls with me. Then I'd hop in the car and then I'd go and drive somewhere so no one would see me. Um, and then I'd do those calls. I'd have my phone and my headphones. I'd have my notebook in there and I'd do sales calls for an hour. Well, however long that I needed to, 30 minutes or so in the car. And then I'd drive back to work and I'd munch my lunch <laughs> at my desk, right? So I got disciplined and I got into real rhythm and routine with that. And you've got to do the same, right? You cannot haphazardly think that, oh, I'm going to work on it here and an hour here and an hour there or, you know, 20 minutes. Here. Like it just doesn't work. It doesn't work. And, 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 and that also means that you're not taking your business seriously. You're not really taking it. You're not really believing in what you are doing, you don't trust yourself enough to know that actually this will work, you know, and it is a matter of that, like, I am not playing anymore, right? And I am taking myself and my business seriously, because I want to make this work. It has to work. There's no other alternative. And that's what you need to carry with you. So create some routine or some a, a little routine that you can do daily, whether that's working in the mornings, whether it's working in the evenings. And also on top of that, it doesn't need to be hours and hours and hours. There's this belief that it needs to be, you should be working on my business for like, I don't know, three hours a day. Oh my God, no, <laughs> it's just not possible. Because the reality is, if you're trying to do that, 
you are making it harder for yourself. Let's just say you get home from work, you're thinking, oh, you're driving home, you're like, right, I'm going to work on my business, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, etc., etc. And you're going to spend, dedicate the evening to it, you know, after you've sat down, after you've finished your dinner or whatever it is, you're like, you've got your mind in that space to, to work on your business that evening. The reality is if you dedicate like, let's say, two hours or three hours to doing do it to focusing on what you're doing whether that's to do with your business you will actually waste more time and you actually won't be that productive but if you constrict the amount of time that you have you're like I'm only going to do this for the next hour right like I said to myself this morning I said that I'm going to write the show notes for the previous episode that I haven't done yet. And I'm going to create the social media image and I'm going to share it on social media and put it out. And I'm going to do that in an hour, one hour, because I've got a call, but I have a call after that. And then I have to go to the gym. So, you know, if you really constrict the amount of time and you get really focused in on what you're doing, you shut down Facebook, you turn your phone over, close your email, whatever it is, you will be surprised at how much you'll get done, right? So one hour, let's say in the morning or the evening, whatever that is, if you just dedicate your time to just doing that, maybe three times a week, even if it's three times a week, can you imagine how much you will get done or potential new clients that you could bring in? Like, let's not overcomplicate things and make it harder than it seems. So that's that's um, point four, really creating a discipline for yourself, right? And this will help with, you know, once you've been able to set better boundaries or offload some things to somebody else or to your partner or whatever it is, or to another family member, setting those boundaries and actually saying no to things that aren't serving you, which is actually what one of my clients, um, Carla talks about all the time. She's a stress and anxiety coach for black women and really helping them to set better boundaries in their lives. Um, she, you know, this is what she talks about all the time. It's so important for us to, to put that in place so that we can actually get the things that we want done right? And you can actually build your business and it doesn't become this dream. It doesn't become like a, oh, one day I will get there. Like, fuck it. Like, if you want to get there, then make it freaking happen. <laughs> like, I am, I'm honestly, um, this is a little bit of a rant now. I'm actually a bit sick of seeing people say that I want to do this one day, right? Or they're just like going through the motions, like freaking pretending that they are, you know, a coach or pretending that they want to leave their job one day, right? And actually have the life that, like, stop fucking around. Like, honestly, if you believe that and you want it bad enough and you're like, I am not doing this anymore, (laughs) then be the change, right? Freaking show up to the party, show up to your, for yourself and for your business and actually do the work and do some of these things that I'm actually telling you because they really will serve you. End of rant. <laughs> I'm hoping that that's landing. Sorry, that's a kind of grates on me a little bit. I really get sick of seeing people just say, oh yeah, one day I want to do this. Oh, I really do want to build my coaching because I will fucking do it then. Like, what are you waiting for? Who are you waiting for? Like, do some of the things that I'm telling you, because if I can do it, mama of three kids, I'm no different. Just because I'm on the other side of the world doesn't mean that I'm any different from you. <laughs> like, I, I, And what makes it a little bit um, not challenging, but it's just me and my husband here. We live in Australia. Our family is all in Europe. It's just me and my husband doing everything. 
So I have no help. <laughs> I don't have any help. I can't rely on like, hey, um, can you come and oh, my brother or something? Or hey, can you come watch the kids? For, like I, I don't have that type of, that's not what we have here. <laughs> it's just the two of us, but we just make it work right? There's no, there's no alternative. So, you know, you can do the same thing because if I can do it, you can freaking do it as well. Okay. Number five, um, is clean up your inbox, clean it up. The amount of times that I hear people say, oh my goodness, I've got so many emails. Well, unsubscribe. (laughs) There's a little thing at the bottom of those emails that says unsubscribe. Simple as that. A few years ago, I got really, um, really diligent with myself about um, subscribing to to emails. And, and don't get me wrong, I love emails. <laughs> I love them. I, I love receiving them. I love, get, especially from um, brands that I really like and people actually like to follow online, right? Like, I love them. I really do enjoy them. Like, send me those emails. I'm here for it. That, like, that's why I'm subscribed to your email list so that I can open them and read them and enjoy them. And some of them are great. But the ones that you just don't want to know about or the special offers that, you know, other brands or shops have and stuff, like, unsubscribe. It's taking up mental bandwidth in, bandwidth in your inbox as well and also bandwidth in your mind like because for, for every time that you open up your inbox you may have 1,000 2,000 whatever em- emails waiting for you do you want that like it's just and it just can feels completely overwhelming it feels like you just can't balance all the shit and just gives you another reminder like oh my god I've got to unsubscribe or I've got to delete all of these messages and you know that you can't because some of the messages you want to k- actually keep so just go through and just start unsubscribing from the ones that just you don't want to hear from there's a tool called unroll.me that you can um use to be able to um to un to unsubscribe from a lot of emails all at once so i i definitely recommend you go and use that tool i actually haven't used it because i actually i unsubscribe from a lot of emails um all the time but if i look at my inbox now i only have eight emails open <laughs> eight emails for me to um to go through and to read and some of them actually oh, most of them I'd probably just either delete straight away you know <laughs> so then I'm back to inbox zero so no be smart use your time wisely if you're in your inbox make sure that you are actually reading the emails that you want to read that they are actually there so it makes it a joy to actually open it up instead of like a drag and like oh my god I've got to open this again or I've got to I've got to go through my inbox and unsubscribe yeah that's not let's get real for a second you're not going to do that all at once no bit by bit (laughs) a couple of emails at a time when you're inside of your inbox go through delete them or go through and unsubscribe them, unsubscribe so they don't send you more emails. And that's it. Da-da, you're done. Okay. Keep it simple. Keep it simple. Keep it clean. Keep your mind clean. Clean? <laughs> so I would say keep it clear <laughs> so that you're able to juggle and manage all of the different things going on in your life. Okay. The last one here is number six. And that's really taking time for you. Now it sounds, and I don't like using the word self-care because it sounds a bit flat and fluffy. Self-care, like you've got to do all that stuff. Like, yeah. And it's, and I'm not just talking about like to go and have a massage. 
<laughs> right? I'm actually saying, put yourself first. Put yourself first. Because really at the crux of it, if we're looking at your work life, your um, your relation, no, relationship family life, and also your business life, and your business, your coaching business, you are at the center of all three of those things. So you have to take care of yourself, right? You have to take care of yourself, whether that means going to the gym, right? Or actually using that gym membership that you haven't (laughs) been using, do it, right? Put yourself first. If it means that you have been meaning to do something for the longest time, whether it's actually order a certain skincare product or makeup or or lipstick or whatever it is, or you've been for the longest time been putting off going to get your hair done or, you know, buying that new wig that you've wanted to get for ages. So put yourself first. <laughs> actually do it for yourself, right? Do those things for yourself and don't feel guilty about them because you have to do them. You have to do them for you. As I said before, you are at the center of all three of those things, all three. So if you're depleted and exhausted and not taking care of yourself, like I can talk about this because I wasn't at one stage, then you need to start doing that. Whether that means that actually, you know what? I'm going to bed earlier so that I can get up earlier to be able to get a full eight hours sleep or something, seven hours sleep, whatever you need as your base minimum. I'm going to go to bed earlier so that I can get up in the morning to be able to, you know, work on my business, right? Because the reality of staying at your job for the rest of your life is like no longer a freaking joke, right? And so you do have to make those small sacrifices along the way to be able to get there. It's not just going to happen. (laughs) It just won't happen on its own. Okay, so I hope these have all landed for you. So I'll just quickly recap them for you. So step one is to set better boundaries within your family life. Uh, Two really talks about work and really, you know, uh, delegating responsibilities or renegotiating some of your responsibilities at work. And there's some episodes there that I talked about that will really support you as well with with this stuff as well. Uh, Number three is to stop overcomplicating your business and just focusing on income generating activities, only the things that are actually going to bring in revenue, right? Number four is creating um, a routine and having a discipline and being really not hard on yourself, but strictly like you're taking your business seriously, like it's a job because as if you were working, you are now the boss of your business. So you need to act accordingly or otherwise (laughs) your boss will probably fire yourself (laughs) because you're like, you're slack. You're not doing the work. Mm-hmm. I bet that landed for you. So <laughs> it's really important that you you follow along and you kind of get a little bit more disciplined with yourself. Number five is to clean up your inbox. And the tool that I mentioned is Unroll Me, uh, unroll.me to be able to help you do that. Or you can just manually go through and just do it yourself, you know, just go through each email you go open up. That's not serving me anymore. Is it enriching my life? No, unsubscribe. That's it. And you just keep going through one after another. And then this, the last one, number six, is to take time for you to really take care of yourself. Just take care of you, right? Like for me, I go to the gym now. 
No, I'm not now. I've been doing going solidly and consistently for the past two years out of the gym. But one thing I did realize is that I was going at uh, five o'clock, five fifty, or just before six a.m. in the morning, and I was really wreaking havoc with my sleep. And I and I'm, I think as I'm getting older, I'm becoming more and more of a lighter sleeper. So I just wasn't sleeping very well. So I decided I'm not going to do that anymore. My sleep comes first before going to the gym. And so luckily they have a 12 p.m. class and I've started to go at, at lunchtime. The only day in the week when I go in the morning is on Wednesdays uh, because on um, that day I can't because I have my coaching clients. I have calls with my coaching clients. So the other days I will go at tw- uh, 12 p.m. just to get that routine in for myself and work it around my business and make sure I've got no calls during that specific time. And that's it. You know, that for me, going to the gym and working out and pumping weights and um, doing a really high intensity um, cardio class or really lifting heavy weights, which I really freaking like, to be honest, just lights my fire. So, and that's for me, like that's my time. No one can disturb me. No one can talk to me. No one can ask me any questions. It's just all about me. <laughs> and I love it. <laughs> so this has been a longer episode than normal. And I do hope that you have enjoyed it. And it's kind of sparked something in you. And as I said, please do let me know which one specifically you are going to implement in your business. Um, and in your life, and you're actually going to use and you're going to take on board, please do share it with me. Like, this is the reason why I create these podcast episodes, right? So I can actually hear from you and hear your thoughts and insights and aha moments and all of that stuff. Okay. If you do want to go ahead and leave me a rating review, I would love it. (laughs) You can go ahead and find that over at um, reviewthispodcast.com forward slash T-T-A-S, reviewthispodcast.com forward slash T-T-A-S. And as I said at the beginning, this episode will be, um, because it is a slightly longer episode, I'll actually have like quite detailed show notes to support this episode and a bit more of a blog post, but it'll have all of the links and everything and past episodes that I mentioned and referred to throughout this episode. Okay, have a wonderful day and I shall speak to you next time. Take care. Bye.